Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram, the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 134, and it's entitled, That Nagging Voice in Your Head is Not the Voice of God. I don't know about you guys, but one of the biggest struggles that I have is starting something and then just having this nagging voice come in my head or, you know, trying to figure out the next best thing and having this nagging voice in the back of my head, which if you guys listen to the episode, I think it was a a while back, but it was about our crazy leprechaun thinking. But regardless whether it's our, whether it's the adversary, whether it's habitual thinking, hey, that, that's one of those things that has gotten me so many times. So if, if that naggy voice in, the, in your head, if you also sometimes think that that's the voice of God, you're, you're not alone. You know, I think for so many people, they, they struggle with that. You know, because it, it is, it's, it's one of those things. It's, I've been listening to this book. It's called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. And in the surrender experiment, he talks about allowing our, you know, our personal thinking and our, and our personal mind to become quiet, you know, and, and how just not to pay so much attention to our personal thinking. It's, it's a very powerful, amazing book if you guys want to check it out. But sometimes it's like our mind won't quiet down. It's like we're trying really, really hard. We need to get something done and we just try to do the best that we can. Like today, earlier, I was trying to record this podcast. And it just, it wasn't really coming. Like when they come, they come pretty well and they kind of flow. That's how I kind of know that it's, it's going in the right direction. And then I just got off. I, I just had a, I just finished a conversation with one of my clients. Um, we, we just had a, a, a beautiful coaching session together. And one of the things that I found really interesting and, you know, and I asked them for permission to share this. You know, she shared with me how for, she, she had a friend, so there, there was a, a day that she just kind of started to have this nagging voice, this nagging feeling that she should go visit her friend that was, that was dying. And at the same time, as she was having this nagging voice repeatedly saying, well, you don't want to have any regrets, you got to go down there. And, and to visit her friend, it was, it was a few hours away. It wasn't just like going down the street. It was a few hours away. Well, at the same time, she just kind of kept going about her day. You know, she just kind of kept taking the next step. You know, she went, she, uh, went, went to lunch with a friend. She, she uh, you know, got, got like a pedicure, did some other things, and, and everything just kind of felt natural. There was this gentleness, there was this guidance, there was this flow to all those other experiences. And when she was you know, doing one of these things, she found out that her friend died. And she beat herself up like crazy. For 30 days, she said she couldn't, she couldn't sleep because she felt so bad that she missed out on this friend. We'll come to find out, you know, later, she talked to a relative of that friend that had passed away 
And she told her how she felt bad that she hadn't been there. And her friend kindly told her, even if you were there, they wouldn't have let you in. They barely let this one person in that was, you know, I think it was, it was her really close relative. And so even if my, even if my friend had gone down and even made it to this place to see her friend, she wouldn't have been able to go in. Well, as we were talking about that today, and once again, I, I did ask for permission to share this story, especially with this many details, um, because I felt it would be so helpful for other people. The, the thing that she was able to see and able to realize, that gentle guidance of, hey, just go do this thing. Just go, do, go, get, a, go, you know, go get lunch. Go, go get a pedicure. Go do this other thing. That was actually the Spirit and Heavenly Father guiding her from one thing to another to another. Probably so she didn't go down and waste her time and energy only to not be able to see her friend, which she wouldn't have known and it would have been devastating. We don't know the end from the beginning. We don't. I remember on one of, on one of my experiences where I've, I had a nagging voice tell me to change careers. It took a lot for Heavenly Father finally to get me to stop and go back to where I am now. And I remember him telling me like, Joseph, I just saved you from a very long detour. The nagging voice can be so incessant. It can be so loud. I mean, even as I'm saying this, I, for whatever reason, I literally put my hands over my head and like my thumbs over my ears. Why? Because it gets so loud, we just want it to go away. But that's not how it works. I've shared this before, but generally, Urgent feelings are not coming from Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father is gentle and kind and loving. It's not this, I mean, I think sometimes we get into this thing of no regrets. And we start doing all kinds of things because we're afraid we'll regret if we don't do them. It's like I'm afraid if, if I throw a book out or I throw something out. Oh no, but I might need this someday. I mean, this is a, this is a true story. Like I've, you know, done that and then put a book back on the shelf only to not read it for another four years. (laughs) The nagging voice in your head is not your friend. It's a combination between the adversary and your habitual thoughts. And whether you want to call it the personal mind, whether you want to call it personal thinking, whatever it is that you want to call it, I don't care. Whatever, but It's not your friend. It's there to keep you in the same place that you've been. And it nags and it nags and it nags. Why? Because when that nagging voice is running its mouth, I don't want to do anything. I mean, especially today, you know, I I had some things happen this morning that were just, you know, the, the morning did not go as planned. And I was really frustrated and I was upset. 
you know, I, I, I tried to help somebody out and it didn't go the exact way they wanted it to. And so it, like sometimes that stuff bothers me. Well, then you just have this nagging voice in your head and like, well, first of all, you just kind of feel exhausted dealing with all that emotional stuff anyways. And, and so you have this, but you have this nagging in your head like, oh, well, I got to get everything done. I got to get all this stuff done. I got to get all this stuff done. And so I start recording this podcast or trying to record this podcast and it not coming through, it not working out at all. Like just trying and trying and trying because I do these weekly and I, I do, I enjoy them. And especially like right now I'm on vacation and so I want to get it done. And so I can get back to, you know, spending time with those, my, my family, which I, I love and enjoy and all my nieces and nephews. And so like, there's that pressure and it's like, oh, you got to get this done. You got to get this done. You got to get this done. Well, it wasn't flowing. I mean, like I, I talk about when you, know, you feel that the spirit's speaking to you, even if it's just a trickle, go with it. I don't even know if there was a trickle. There was nothing hardly. I just kept trying to make stuff up. Well, it's because that wasn't what was meant to be said. What if I could have just said, hey, this isn't coming and gone and worked on something else? It, it's like this. Well, I, I, want, I want to come back before I forget. There, there's another really cool part of this story with, with my client. They, they also said today that like, yeah, nine months ago. I just kind of happened to have this random thought like, you know what? I should really call my friend and we should go see a movie. And they did. And they went and they went and saw a movie and had an enjoyable, enjoyable day. And felt really good about it. That little voice and distinguishing these two voices between what Heavenly Father is guiding you to do and what the personal mind or your nagging thoughts or your crazy leprechaun thoughts is bothering you to do. God doesn't need to bother you. He just invites. And it's gentle and it's loving. It's never, if you don't do this or else, it's gentle, it's kind, there's reassurances. I mean, there is, there, there's a gentleness and there's a peace. Even if something like, even if we do receive an impression that's a little bit more urgent, like, hey, you should really do this. It's gentle. It's kind. It's loving. It's peaceful. And I really do believe there's reassurances. Like, I mean, I've had experiences where I have done things that were really scary to me, and I had no idea how they'd worked out. And some of them, although I felt very peaceful about doing them, did not go as I had planned. But the Lord knows all things. He knows everything. And, and the other thing about this idea of no regrets I was talking with my own mentor and I've been working with him in some way for about six years. So like we, we know each other decently well by this point. 
And I told him like, dude, we've been having this same conversation for six years. And you know what it is? It's this. It's, it's exactly what we're talking about. It's having that, having this feeling, this peace, this joy, this excitement, and then having all these nagging voices. Sometimes it's that nagging voice in my head. Other times it's the nagging voice in, still in my head, but about imaginary conversations with parents or other people that never actually happen. I mean, Mark Twain said it best, the 85% of the things that we worry about never actually happen. Maybe even, maybe even closer to 99% of the things that we worry about never actually happen. We are so taken care of. We are so watched over. I mean, ironically, <laughs> it's, it's funny. When, when I go on vacation and just stop worrying about work, I have people reach out and call me and say, hey, I want to work with you. I have, I, I have, some, I have a project for you. Um, like, can you do this for me? Can, you know, I, I've got a client for you. It's crazy. It really is. And, and I think there's something there about us putting so much energy and so much focus and so much intention on us forcing things to happen that finally we would say, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go enjoy my life. And, the, and then Heavenly Father's like, cool. He's enjoying his life. He's not working so hard. He's not overthinking all the time. He's not sending all this crazy, um, desperate energy into the air. I, I used to think that this crazy, desperate energy in the air was just because, oh, well, once my bank account gets to this high, I'm not going to have that. Guys, I mean, like now that now keep, I, I haven't made it or anything, but at least currently my, my bank account is a little bit higher than it's been in the past. It's, it's high enough to feel, okay, I'm good. You know, I, I, I'm okay to go, you know, take some time and go enjoy time with family without having to worry about stuff. But you know what's funny? Even though it's been that way for, I don't know, probably the, the past few months or so, you still worry. You still have this desperate energy. Why? Because we want to be doing something. We want to be doing the right thing. We want to be doing the perfect thing because we don't want to waste any time. The podcast I tried to record before this was essentially that we try to do everything perfect. And because we try to do everything perfect to not waste time, we end up wasting all kinds of time. If you just put one foot in front, in front of the other, and then the next, next foot, and the next foot, and the next foot, and the next foot, you'll be amazed how quickly you get there. I mean, Heavenly Father's commands, or Heavenly Father's impressions are gentle. So like as I'm sitting here, all of a sudden I have the thought that comes in like, hey, why don't you hop on real quick to, like I, I have YouTube TV. And so when I'm out of town, I can't watch stuff necessarily like delayed. I can't watch it from the beginning of a game. I have to, I have to essentially go on, open the window and pause it. And then I can watch, you know, the whole game. Anyways, I, I hope that made sense. So it was just this quick impression. Hey, the basketball game's going to start soon go on and pause it real quick 
so that you can watch it afterwards instead of missing that. I mean, how cool is that, that Heavenly Father cares enough about a silly basketball game that I want to watch? That's how it works, guys. He doesn't want you to waste your time. He doesn't want you to be on endless detours. There's a beautiful song in our church hymn book. It's called How Gentle God's Commands. And it says, how gentle God's commands, how kind, he, how kind his precepts are. Come cast your burdens on the Lord and trust his constant care. Guys, how gentle God's commands. Gentle, not urgent, not pressing. Beneath his watch, I'm just going to read the rest of the lyrics of this hymn. It's not very long. Beneath his watchful eye, his saints securely dwell. That hand which bears on their nature up shall guard his children well. Why should this anxious load press down your weary mind? Haste to your heavenly Father's throne and sweet refreshment find. His goodness stands approved, unchanged from day to day. I'll drop my burden at his feet and bear a song away. How gentle are his commands. Why should we have these anxious loads? You can take them to Heavenly Father. Whatever is anxious in your mind, whatever you're worried about, take it to him. Give it to him. But his commands are gentle. His commands are loving. His commands are wonderful. And I would even say his invitations Yes, God does command, but I think more of our life is just an invitation. The nagging voice does not want you to be happy. Another experience that I've had, there, there was somebody in my, that used to be in my life that they were special needs, and so I always felt this nagging to take them places. Now, it was interesting, though, because when I did take them places, they wouldn't enjoy it, they wouldn't have fun, and they'd kind of just sit in the corner by themselves. And so it was like, whether I took them or I didn't take them, there was this nagging feeling that I, that I should be doing something more. That's not how Heavenly Father works. He will gently invite but he, do, he doesn't force. That's not his plan. You know, years before this life, and guys, I'll, I'll just share a, a very short portion of what I believe. But years before this life, there was, you know, the adversary and, and there was Heavenly Father. And Heavenly Father's plan was to let people come to this earth and to experience agency and to mess up and to try and to fail and to try and to fail because that's how we learn. And the adversary's plan was to force everybody to be perfect. Like, if it's not a gentle, loving command, it's generally not from Heavenly Father. And it gets so annoying. It gets so loud that we want to do anything to get it to stop. But sometimes, after it ramps up for a while, eventually it slows down. 
I mean, the less you pay attention to, to something, generally the more it would disappear. Where are you seeing this nagging voice in your own life? So for me, I have different impressions. You know, it's, it's time to, you know, write this book or it's time to, you know, do the it's possible challenges. It's time to, you know, insert whatever here. And very quickly, there's this nagging voice that's like, is that the right thing to do? And that is the question. Is that the right thing to do that has probably tripped me up most of my life? And it's probably stopped me from doing all kinds of things. When you start having a more urgent feeling, it's a time to slow down, not speed up. It's a time maybe even to just walk away from whatever you're doing for five minutes. And if they're urgent thoughts that are harmful towards yourself or others, it's a time to definitely call a friend or you know, something of that nature. And just say, hey, man, I'm having all these crazy thoughts go through my head. They're not your thoughts. There's a person that this, this is their quote, and I can't remember whose it is, but it's the voice of God does not think you suck. Heavenly Father is so loving, so kind, and so amazing that he is willing to do so much for you. He's willing to do everything for you. And once you start moving in the right direction, you're just going to experience this nagging voice. That's just the way it works. There's a story in the Book of Mormon about this wonderful tree of life and, and using it more from a, a parable perspective. These people, it, it, you know, it's, it's desirable above all, other, above, above all other trees. And so they start moving towards that direction. And immediately there's a mist of darkness, yea, an exceedingly great mist of darkness. And you know what they did? They press forward through the mist of darkness. So when you have all kinds of thinking in your head, when you have noise so loud that you can't take, just be still. You can ask Heavenly Father to help you. You can get up. You can go for a walk. Walking clears your mind. Just be still. So where do you see the nagging voice in your life? What is it that you have felt so inspired and so excited to do that immediately there's that great mist of darkness that comes in of doubt, of fear, distraction, discouragement? Where have you seen that in your life? Does it feel good? Does it feel peaceful? Does it feel joyful? No. Heavenly Father is not going to tell you to do something and then immediately say, wait, stop. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the, like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the movie Peter Pan, the, the original cartoon. I, I think we had two copies when I was a kid because I, I loved the movie so much. 
and I may have worn one of them out. I don't remember. But I do remember us having two copies. And so I love the movie Peter Pan so much. And there's a scene where, you know, Peter Pan essentially starts messing with Smee. You know, and Captain Hook tells Smee to tie Tiger Lily up and and then he start and then Peter Pan comes in using the voice of Captain Hook and tells him to untire. And and it goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So how do we know the difference? It's peace. Or there's there's a scripture that in in Doctrine and Covenants, which is a, a new book of scripture, a, a series of revelations given to the prophet Joseph Smith that says, and it'll feel that it's right. It feels good. You know the difference between when something feels good and when something does not feel good. If it doesn't feel good, it's not for you. It doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean it's horrible. It just, it means it's not for you. The thing that God wants to do with each of you is to get you on your path as quickly as possible. And the thing the adversary wants to do as quickly as possible is to get you off your path. And he will do whatever it takes. Back to this book, The, the uh, Surrender Experiment. So many, like Mickey, Mickey Singer, he talks a lot about this personal thinking that comes into his mind, this nagging voice. How he'd start doing something and immediately he'd have this nagging voice like, I can't do that. He's like, he was so dedicated to his spiritual practices of meditating morning and night. And all these things started to occur in his life. You know, he had a chance to teach it at a, a, like a small university in Santa Fe. You know, and then he had, you know, and then there was a time when that was up. You know, after, like, but for a while he got to teach it the way he wanted to. And then he built, a, he built a house. And then all of a sudden, somebody comes to him and he's like, hey, will you build me a house? And he has all this personal thinking, like, how oh, do I want to? Do I not want to? You know, is that like, I, well, basically he said, I don't want to. He didn't tell that to the person, but he's like, I don't want to. I want to just focus on my meditation practices. Well, he went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth with, with, with this personal thinking in his mind which I, I call crazy leprechaun thinking. Well, because, and it led him to such an amazing, extraordinary life. How do you get to that space? By being in the present moment. Where are you in this moment? You know, some days when we have really hard days, or really frustrating days, we're just doing the best we can. And then we might end up like, I'm recording this podcast. I, I wanted to have it done at like one this afternoon and here it is nearly 8 p.m. But everything unfolds in the right time. We just have to allow it. I wasn't able to record this podcast before I had my conversation with my client. Heavenly Father knew that. I, I think I struggle sometimes knowing, okay, is this a time to plow forward? Or is this a time to 
stop and go work on something else. And maybe in those moments, it's just a time to take five minutes or so and just go for a quick walk. I mean, I did that a little bit ago here is just walk around, you know, the inside of this building, which is, you know, decently big. Just clear my head a little bit. Every one of you are destined for greatness. I really do believe that. I really do mean that. But it doesn't happen the way we think it does. It's funny how often I talk to somebody that's super into personal development and they think we just have to work, 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 work. You can work, 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 but most of the things in your life are just, they're happy coincidences. When I say coincidence, I, I generally mean how Heavenly Father has directed that thing into our life. That's what I mean. He is the orchestrator. We're just, we're just here doing the work and showing up and doing the work. And I truly believe that every one of us is doing the best we know how, given our thinking in the moment. I want you to each know how much you matter. And the voices feel different. Like I said with my client before, the voice that told her, hey, why don't you invite your friend to go see a movie? felt much different than the voice that was, you got to drive down to that to two hours away and go to that place or you're not going to see your friend. What was the lie in the last part? Even if she'd gotten there on time, she wasn't going to see her friend. Our personal thinking in the adversary, lie. The adversary is the father of all lies. The voice that says you suck. The voice that says you'll never amount to anything that you want to amount to because you didn't get going sooner in life. Now, I was listening to a video by another mentor of mine named George Pransky. And I heard something that he said totally differently. He said, in, in the first half of his life, you know, he got about, you know, imagine my, my fingers about an inch apart. He got about that far doing, you know, an insane amount of work. My hands are now outstretched as far as my body will go. In the second half of his life, because he's now in his 80s or so, he got as far as my hands stretched out by doing a little bit of work. When you allow yourself to be guided by the flow of life where Heavenly Father is guiding and directing you in a place that you're going to be so joyful and so excited and so happy about, you will love it. When I am not caught up in my thinking, I love what I do. When I start overthinking about, oh man, I, I need to start serving more people. I need to get out and get more clients. I need to get out. All those things are the nagging voice. But Joseph, I, I've got to build my business. I've got to write my book. I've got to do whatever. Yeah, you do. But you're going to do it much better 
in a space listening to that inner voice, that still small voice, than listening to that nagging voice. That nagging voice, that uncomfortable voice, that voice that just leaves you feeling off is not the voice of Heavenly Father. Once again, how gentle God's commands, how kind His precepts are. Come cast your burdens on the Lord and trust His constant care. Trust His path. Trust in the Lord and lean not on thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct thy paths. Why do I have... Now I'm going to speak a little bit first person. Why do I have such a hard time letting go? Because I'm constantly plagued by that question. Am I, am I doing the right thing in this moment? But you know the funny thing I just realized? Is if I ask that as a real question, am I doing the right thing in this moment? It will feel good. If I ask it, am I doing the right thing in this moment? Is this the right thing to do? What am I doing? It's not going to feel good. The more you get in tune with that feeling, and the more we ask real honest questions of the Lord. You know, it's like plenty of times I, I don't have, you know, I don't have, like I get very busy and I don't have, I don't feel sometimes I connect with Heavenly Father in my prayers as well as I'd like to. And then other mornings like t- this morning, I felt really connected. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. All he wants is a willing heart. Don't let regret, don't let worry, don't let doubt, don't let this urgent, nagging voice plague you. Allow yourself to be used as an instrument, but that doesn't mean, am I doing the right thing right now? Am I doing the right thing in this moment? Am I doing the right thing in this moment? Be still. That doesn't mean be still and try to figure it out. That doesn't mean be still and scan your head for every idea you've ever known. The best ideas aren't there yet. And they're only going to come through Heavenly Father, through inspiration and revelation. By being still and listening. Especially when we ask real questions. I I think sometimes we don't ask real questions because we don't believe we deserve it. And plenty of times as well, we have that nagging voice even as we're trying to pray. It's like there's a motorcycle or something just drove by and I left, I left the noise in because we have those distractions when we're in the moment, when we're in that flow. Every one of you, you have this inner compass, this inner direction this inner knowing of the next steps to take. And you also have this nagging voice. You don't have to sort it out. If it feels good, it's from the gentle voice. 
It's from the loving, gentle Savior. It's from Heavenly Father. If it feels yucky, it's from the adversary. So, I hope you guys have got from this that nagging voice is not the voice of God. And the gentle, loving, amazing, incredible, warm, amazing, beautiful, loving, feeling voice is. I want you to start noticing this week which of the two voices you're listening to. Once again, the more that you just start noticing and paying attention, the more that you'll really begin to see. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.